love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fits happens live from our radio hub for Friday. It's October 19th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Everybody's in the studio today, as always. And uh, we like to bring the weekend to you a little bit earlier. Yes. Yes. By flushing the format. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. This is the Fit Show. Welcome to the weekend. It's the Fit Show. Oh, sexy girlfriend. Yeah. 
this man at the Get Fit Gym in Bowie, Texas. <laughs> on the day of the eclipse not too long ago black hole sun won't you come Everybody, you good? Everyone, everyone having a good day? Feeling it's very Friday. Friday. You feeling very Friday? Mm-hmm. Well, I am feeling very, what are you kidding me, Anchorman-ish, because I'd like to begin right now with the news that did not make the news out of New York. Must be Taco Tuesday. Another Uber driver has been assaulted, this time with tacos. Wow. Huh? Someone must have been pretty mad for you to, for them to give up their tacos yeah. to throw at someone or assault Particularly someone. drunks. <laughs> While the Uber driver got into an argument with a drunk couple in the back seat. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> well, I, I was assuming. Was I, I was filling in some blanks. <laughs> yeah. Who wanted her to go pick up someone else and told them that she was done with the trip. So uh, immediately they, uh, they took out the tacos. And uh, they got out and uh, started hurling tacos repeatedly at the Uber driver. How many tacos did this person uh, have? They probably had about seven or eight. I mean, it was Taco Tuesday. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Maybe got one of those like Taco Bell boxes where you get like 12. Well, you know what's... Yeah, possibly yeah. there's a special. I do have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. I'm going to need you to exit my vehicle. For what reason? Because this trip is done and over with. I don't matter, but this is my vehicle. This is my personal vehicle, and I want you to exit the vehicle. Oh, God. <gasps> Whoa! And there you're on the on camera, lady. I'm sorry, but... Well, you're good? Look at this. I'm calling the cops right now. Look at this, what you just did. Kyle, I need you to come and see the mess that just happened. Yeah, she threw tacos. 
<laughs> can we all right, can we isolate that particular clip, please? You hear the evidence of the taco throwing. Kyle, I need you to come and see the mess that just happened. Yeah, she threw tacos. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm it's not I'm funny mad at all. for the Uber driver. That yes. You, you know, the Uber driver can charge them like a ridiculous oh, she will. cleanup fee. Of course, of course, of Because course. if you vomit in the backseat of an Uber oh. or you spill anything, they, they can, can charge they you. Can Is there a way? I mean, yeah. like, you know how you can rate your Uber driver? Can your Uber driver rate yeah. you as a passenger? Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Absolutely. That's why if you want good Uber service, you got to be good to them, too. Because if you have a bad rating, they don't want to come pick you up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got a tip now, too. Huh? You got a tip now, too. I don't think, really? Yeah. You can tip. You I don't think you tip. have to tip. Well, you're supposed to. So that's not how no. Uber began. You paid for the service. It was all included. Well, that's. I just took an Uber. Well, the, well anyway, <laughs> good. Good. Because yeah. people are getting tacos thrown at them. They deserve, <laughs> they deserve it. it. All right, page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, you're in trouble. Not this again. A meat processing plant in Virginia. Had to throw out 50,000 pounds of pork after one of their employees was cut on video taking a little whiz on the production line. Oh, oh my goodness. Think about yeah. how much money that's costing them. Think about how much maybe that happens and they don't get cut on camera. Oh, Please don't say that. On. Please don't. Well, anyway, I do have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. To a disturbing problem on the production line at one of Hampton Road's best-known businesses. You may shake your head over this one. Thousands of pounds of Smithfield meat tossed out after a worker was caught on camera urinating right where future food was being processed. So I think that's all we need. I think that's all we need to know about. Yeah, this is so. why I'm going to go vegetarian. Okay, so <laughs> it, is he, surely he's going to have some fines and Certainly. got fired and yeah. something. I all hope right. he got fired. I just want proof they threw away the meat. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Bits happens. Live. Bits happens. Live. Live. Bigly. Welcome, everybody, to the Friday show. Anybody thinking about Halloween yet? What, what they're going to be for Halloween? My girlfriend and I are going to be bank robbers. What, like Bonnie and Clyde? No, just like... Bonnie and Clyde would be good. A lot more Bonnie boring and, and cheaper than that. I'm going to yeah. be sitting in the dark because all Ooh, my lights are turned out. We could do Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, maybe Bonnie and Clyde. Don't copy us. Well... You're hey. not going to be Bonnie and Clyde. You just said Don't be you mad weren't. that you're not creative to think bank robbers, Bonnie and Clyde. Not only that, but Louisiana and Texas, we like own yeah, the Bonnie see, and we're, Clyde. We're the homeland. We've even been to their graves. Oh, just because you guys are from Texas. That's where they're from. That's where they're from. Well, yeah, that's Texas where they're from. Louisiana. And they died in Louisiana. They got shot in Louisiana. You have no right to be we Bonnie and Clyde. We have a monument there and all. How dare you? We've that's actually, right. And my wife and I have visited their graves. Our Louisianians, we have a monument to and those Texans, robbers. And the Texans. They're buried in Texas. <gasps> you are so dead. So how dare you even try to be Bonnie and Clyde? <gasps> oh. Sorry, Bonnie and Clyde? <laughs> <laughs> you notorious criminals? <laughs> so a bunch of people are uh, are kind of gathering around and making predictions on what they think are, are you know going to be the biggest Halloween costumes this year. Um... Let's let's kick it off with the biggest celebrity costumes. Stormy Daniels, ladies and gentlemen, at number three. Yeah, but how do you, I mean, you just dress trashy? Yeah, you just basically wear a bra and underwear and walk around. I well, that's what most Halloween I costumes assume. are these yeah. days. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. I'm for it. 
Um, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> All right, Drew, I'm going to get that costume just for you, buddy. I'm no longer for it. <laughs> Again, talking about the biggest costumes that people are thinking are going uh, you know, to be the biggest for Halloween. Number two, Cardi B. Cardi B? Again, how Cardi do you... B. I would not... If, uh, someone just like, what, dressed hip-hop? I, I don't know. How do you know it's Cardi B? What's at, Cardi B? Well, well you, you would get uh, probably maybe some... Um, Butt implants, I would assume, Come and, on, and then also be for dressing scary. You would look at no, no album not covers, anymore. and I think you know that one I've well, been oh, seeing well. is Cardi B and Bruno Mars and their finesse music video. It's like super nineties themed. That'd be good. Yeah. Could you at least be zombie Cardi B? Make it count. Oh, that, that would be, be cool. Good. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Yeah. Zo- zombie B. Zombie B. Yeah. Um, number one, Donald Trump. Number one celebrity costume. They are saying this year will be. The President of the United States. Really? You can mix President one and three Trump. for a couple's costume. <laughs> That's good. Could you be Cardi Trump? Or you're saying Donald Daniels. Donald Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's move to the top three hero costumes real quick. That could be a quick. ticket right there. Donald Daniels, mm-hmm. 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can we make some reservations, please, for Donald Daniels? The steak bar, thank you. Number one, uh, excuse me, top three hero costumes that are going to be big this year. Number three, Fortnite skins. What does that mean, Tanner? There's just a bunch of different skins on Fortnite. It's like, what do you mean for your. I don't know what that your is. Character yeah, your can, character can uh, basically uh, the clothes stay the same, but it's just like an imprint they put on that, like a oh. skin, like you would put on a car or okay. oh, exactly. something like that. Yep. Number two, Wonder Woman. Okay. Awesome. Okay. I get that. Okay. And the number one hero costume this year. Check it out. Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I and believe that. It's got to be spending. Bl- uh, well, it's like a whole one-piece suit. dope costume. Yeah. That's- it's a cool costume. And, and Bethany, go ahead. Check this out. That's what Cash wants to be. Our son, cool. Cash. Yeah, he's going to be Black Panther Wants to be Black year. Panther. That's a cool-looking character. And I think that's you know, really cool. I've actually seen the Black Panther costume that they filmed in the movie in the museum. and yeah. I was, That thing is so detailed. It is crazy. What, you would consider actually getting one, too? I wouldn't look good at it. <laughs> Nobody wants to see a fat panther. <laughs> this Fitch happens live. It's the Fitch Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Yeah, sugar and spice and everything nice and sweet, sweet. Two cans a day of soda consumption can lead to not only you know people you know gaining weight, but also cause your body to prematurely age by four years. Wow, oh, I should probably quit. That's what's <laughs> happening to me. <laughs> me too. That's why Tanner's older than me already. It basically sort of uh, unravels and, and damages uh, your your DNA, and it's aging you. And <gasps> yeah. I believe. It. I mean, well, look it, what it does to a gas tank, for example. The one yeah. thing that'll uh-huh. make me stop. Well, like they say, you can actually dissolve uh, metal in Coca-Cola if you leave it in Coca-Cola long yeah, enough. And oh, yeah, and you can also just get myth. pour that it on, on your battery to get battery acid. It'll off. also take rust off. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, makes- can I have a sip of that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the study found that the uh, the sugar-sweetened soft drinks were the only beverage that basically kind of unraveled you know, the uh, y- your DNA, regardless of age, race. Well, uh, income, education I, if you level. Think about it, it's just, that sugar. Just about fifty years ago, it was like this really rare treat. You'd go to a soda mm-hmm. fountain. You'd have a soda right. maybe once in a blue moon, and yeah. we've made it a lifestyle. You know what you do? You get a pop. Yeah, yeah go get a soda pop. I, go get a soda pop. Then I wonder if that still counts for diet soda. 
Oh, those are worse. Oh, are yeah. you kidding? Really? Yes, just as bad. Yeah, uh, I mean, you just it, have to think about this. It, it, diet soda has um, stuff that man-made or, or, you know, sweeteners. Mm-hmm. And, sweeteners. And at least regular soda usually has just regular sugar. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just at least And that's enough talk better. about soda pop. Right over there okay. is Drew. Choose your news. Well, pot <laughs> became legal in Canada on Wednesday of this week. It's a big deal because they're the... Uh, first major U.S. Uh, excuse me, major economic world power to nationally legalize marijuana use, and so a lot of eyes are on them. And well, the first ticket has been issued for driving while stoned or driving while consuming cannabis, and and you know how long it took to to issue that ticket? One hour. Wow. One hour. So yeah. the legalization went into effect Wednesday morning at midnight, right at the beginning of the day. And they issued the first ticket from the Winnipeg police at 1 a.m. Wednesday morning. And they're making a big deal out it's of like it. a historical moment or something. It is. So I wow. guess that person should be proud? No. <laughs> no, uh, the, absolutely uh, not. The point is they said, look, obviously this was illegally purchased because they already had it on their person. But they're making a point that just like driving under the influence of alcohol, driving under the influence of weed is just as illegal so don't do it. All right, Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. A new study says that almost half of U.S. births happen outside of marriage, which shows that our culture behind marriage and what we expect in our natural timeline is shifting. All right, so Tanner, let me ask you. You're a young, you know, you're in your early twenties. Um, why do you think that is? I don't know. I just think uh, people are taking more time to get married, mm. and people, you know, it used to be I met this girl down at the ice cream shop three weeks ago we're getting married we got a house and we got a baby yeah. like that's like very old thinking we're just mm-hmm. taking our time making sure we're because if we're gonna get divorced they're taking half our stuff anyways <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest uh, Bethany the mouth from the south I'm thinking he's doing this story for a reason oh propaganda yeah oh, that's right because this woman's trying to get him to throw a yeah, ring on right. it that's right put a ring, ring on it no he's thing. trying to do this he's, he's, gonna go, he's telling her look we can still have a kid yeah. we gotta get married right. take a way to call me out guys <laughs> <laughs> alright there you go. That's Choose Your News for Friday. Fitz Happens Live. The legendary Fitz Happens Live. Crazy. I'm crazy for feeling. So cray cray. Stemming from the term crazy when referring to someone as cray cray signifies their craziness to a whole other level. The ultimate second power of crazy. This person can either be insane in the brain, or simply, too down, to the point where it's not even cool anymore. Cray cray. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I, I wanted to uh, explain the definition of cray cray for a reason. Because uh, I've been having some, some thoughts lately and I want to ask you, does that make me cray cray? For example, just early, early this morning in the drive-thru, it's Starbucks. I was sitting there trying to imagine at least three possible different escape routes. In the event a hostage situation took over, terrorist activity or whatever, where I was caught in a drive through sometimes and you really can't get out if there's a car in front of you or behind you. So I was literally sitting there trying to prepare myself for a worst case scenario situation and really hammering it all out at the Starbucks drive through does that make me cray cray? Yes. No. I Be- believe it does. Bethany. No. Because I'm sorry, in today's world, sometimes uh, <laughs> you need to know that information. You can't live your life in fear like that. You can't be paranoid every day, all day. The chances of something like that happening are so 
tiny, so absolutely insignificant that you can't live in fear of them. <laughs> well, let's let, let's go to the machine. Does that make me cray cray? Why you acting so cray cray? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, anybody else have have a uh, uh, anything they want to throw out? You know, to see if they're cray cray. I'm not sure if this is cray cray or this is just gross. Well, but we'll some, find out. Sometimes when I eat at a, like a fast food place, I won't finish my meal hmm. and I'll wrap it back up and I'll just throw it in like the windshield of my vehicle and let the sun like warm it up. So by the time I get back to my car, it's warm and ready for me. That doesn't make you cray cray. That makes you it makes you absolutely disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's like bacteria city. <laughs> Hang on, let, let, let's check with the cray cray computer. Why you acting so cray cray? <laughs> We need cray, to have cray. one. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have one that just goes ew. This is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, welcome to Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Thank goodness it's here. And stand by for the Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip is on the way from Bethany the Mouth from the South. And what are we looking at today? This is a little this is a little weird, but could your favorite celebs live forever? Wow. Could the technology be out there? Okay. I'm gonna give you the info coming up. Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. Saudi Arabia finally gave Turkish forensics investigators access to the Saudi Consul General's residence in Istanbul. I want to find out what happened, where is the fault. Turkish officials claim the Saudis executed Khashoggi. Man, this has more intrigue in it than a Tom Clancy novel, than a James Patterson novel. This is what you should all be paying attention to. This story's nuts. So, some of the new updates. Uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, oh boy, I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck this name, but Maher Abdulaziz, okay. who is described as a diplomat, but he's also called a colonel in the Saudi intelligence service, uh, was one of the men who was filmed at the scene. There's photo mm-hmm. evidence of him at Part the scene. Part of the hit squad, right? Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing: okay. he is extremely close to the crown prince. He's like one of his right hand men. In fact, when the Golfing crown prince, when the crown prince toured the U.S., this guy was never more than two feet away from the whole time. Right. Yeah. And they're saying, experts are saying, there's no way that if one of his inner circle was involved in this, that he wouldn't know exactly about it and most likely uh-huh. have ordered it. So that's there. Another very uh-huh. questionable piece of intel is that a $100 million payment from the Saudis to the U.S., a wire transfer, happened that same day. Now that money... How much? $100 million. Ooh. Now that money was money they'd promised us to help our efforts in stabilizing Syria, You know their contribution to the effort. But, you know, critics are saying that looks like payoff money, like, hey, go along with this, and hey, here's $100 million to, <laughs> to help you decide which side of this you're on. And here's what's know. amazing about all this. You know, the video surveillance is there, the, the, uh, all the evidence is there, and all the, but it's, you know, we will, cont- we will investigate this for a few days, and we'll give you an answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, and you know what? They're I... a country, and that's, all, and that's all they have to mm-hmm. say, because this stuff happens in countries, believe it or not, every day. Yeah, they just got caught. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now they're trying to. Uh, I didn't do it. No, that's right. Like yeah. a little kid. Everyone's Nuh-uh. pointing fingers to the so and so did it. It was no, a rogue, uh, rogue squad. They just they just went into our consulate. It's and, just like and, and uh, did this. the 007 thing where it says, you yeah. know, if you get caught, we will disavow knowledge of your actions. That's Mission wow. Impossible. That's exactly. Oh, well, whatever. 
That's yeah. exactly what's going on. Would now be a good time to tell everybody that this news report will self-destruct in 40 seconds? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew, what else? Well, y'all, this one's kind of sad, but I think it's important. Uh, there was a massive school shooting in Crimea this week, which is a territory that was recently annexed by Russia. Uh, an 18-year-old student at uh, a tech school came in with uh, you know AK-47 and bombs. He killed 19 people and 40 more were injured. And the reason I say this is, of course, the U.S. has had a lot of problems yeah. with this. We don't hear about it so much in the world, but it, it lets us, it reminds us that there's something going on culturally, not only in the U.S., but in the world that we need to address. It's a, it's a bizarre shift. That people shift. feel so right. dehumanized and with a, such yes. a lack of empathy that they feel like this is a solution to whatever's going on in their lives. But it's starting to spread around the world. Scary. Really sad. And there's a bunch of, you know, a bunch of studies going on trying to figure out why this is why, going on. Why? What's causing All right, there you go. That's the Friday reality check. Every day, Fitch happens. This Fitch Rock is the Fitch Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitch Files. All right, let's see what is trending. You know, people are still talking about Roseanne's death uh, on the Connors. And uh, I was kind of shocked. I mean, who knew that there were rogue Saudi Arabian killers in Illinois during I mean, uh, during the episode? In Binford? Shock- What's the town, Binford? Yeah. I can't believe they, I, I can't believe they got Roseanne. <laughs> I'm sorry. I it's hard that was for hilarious. me. I'm sad about Roseanne. And- yeah. I'm I- sad about the guy who died. <laughs> I know. Isn't that how Roseanne was taken out? Nope, that wasn't it. Okay. All right, uh, sorry about that. Um, there's Bethany, the mouth from the south. Okay, so uh, the good, there's a company. I'm not sure this is the good, but let's do it. There's a, a company that's digitally scanning celebrities' faces so they can be recreated in the future. Now, Tanner, you know a little bit more about this. It sounds like Facebook recognition, yeah, actually. you basically got it right. This guy has been taking celebrities' faces. and Without has their been, permission, I'm sure. Yeah, and has been basically creating molds of their faces so we can possibly clone them in the future. Oh, that that's is cool. weird. I'm cool. I, I'm could cool you imagine a Johnny Carson like clone or oh, I'd love it. robot? I would love it. I'd say, Johnny, what's going on with, you know, all these 35 late night shows and all they do is talk about politics. Johnny, please tell us. He wouldn't know what you're talking about because uh, every single every single human is obviously formed by their experiences. So just because he would be a clone doesn't mean that he would actually Uh, be Johnny Carson. He just looked like Johnny Carson. Yeah. Look, sound and even smell like. Yeah, he could could (laughs) be a car salesman. (laughs) Yeah, but I heard these like new hologram people. Even after normal people die, after they are deceased, based off of all of their social media and all their voice, that you could basically recreate a similar person. Well, based that's a hologram. Of, right. But that's a different thing than what... He's talking about cloning. You're talking about well, a hologram. Let me tell you what. Here's what I know. I know this stuff's getting crazy. <laughs> okay. And that's enough. Yes. That's, that's, Do you think someone enough. will create a Fitz hologram? Oh, of course. I'm there sure are... there's enough stuff of you out there. Oh, they're, they're, already, they're already out there, you know, roaming the lands. Uh-oh. Fitzes? <laughs> yeah. Roaming the lands. Go ahead. Let's move on to the bad, shall we? The Connors had 10.6 million viewers on Tuesday. Now, that may sound like, you know, a pretty good, pretty good turnout. But that is down from last season's premiere of Roseanne. 
It's almost exactly where Roseanne left off, though. You know, I, so. the, I, the first one, you know, the Connors, I think people are curious. They're wanting to say, okay, yeah. what's this about without Roseanne? And then I... Uh, the evidence is going to be the next few episodes if we see the decline or not. Yeah, for sure. And and I might be part of the people who should have watched it, but my machine wouldn't record it because they changed the name of it. So I have to go find it now. <laughs> because you didn't type in the Connors. I didn't I didn't change the name of the Connors. My <laughs> machine makes was looking sound for Roseanne. 150 years old. <laughs> All right, my DVR. <laughs> Honey, go check the VCR. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on to the gossip. Kim Kardashian's followers. Well, they're going crazy. She uh, just is promoting her new flashing lights collection, which is jewel-toned eyeshadows, okay? Well, in order for her to promote this, obviously she felt like she needed to pose naked and put it on Instagram. I can understand that. Hey, my eyes are up here. Fitz does the same thing for this radio show. I do. Her followers are kind of going crazy. Um, Several have asked uh, or said, you have a husband and kids. Another asked, is she selling boobs or something? Um, one said, and this is, I she think. She eyeshadow to sell. I mean, yeah, I don't see what the eyeshadow. problem is. So, um, this is, this was the only idea you could come up with to advertise eyeshadow. <laughs> like, really? That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. This is the Fitz Show. This. Come on. Is why today doesn't suck. Yes, you better know that it's Friday, yeah, October 19th, yeah, 2018, uh, somebody say it to me now. It's October 19th, Fitz. Thank you. <laughs> at least somebody, uh, at least somebody was paying attention in class today. Um, all right, uh, if you're having a birthday, you share it with Chris Catan, 48 years old. Remember Corky Romano? Kind of, kind of went away for a minute for a little bit, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, Trey Parker, uh, co-creator of South Park. A genius. Is 49 years old today. You can't forget about the movie Basketball. South Park on, I have myself a time. Friendly faces everywhere. Longest about to my destination. Going round South Park on, leave my friends behind. Ain't no parking day or night. Being on Tommy Holly Grand I grew up on South Park, man. South Park came out the year I was born, and it was my whole childhood. My mom would hate that. That explains a lot, doesn't it? No, I would say most of America grew up on South Park. I mean, it is absolutely unbelievable. (laughs) Happy birthday to you, Trey Parker. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ty Pennington is 54 years old today. Extreme uh, Makeover, Home Edition, right? Yep. Um, You know, he's done a lot of good stuff, I think. Well, yeah, he's usually, you know, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very ADD, you know what I mean? Never stops. Never stops talking about the house, you know what I mean? So today we're going to walk in here, we're going to pull the bus over to the drive, and yeah. then we're going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway. Uh, Evander Holyfield is 56 years old today. Uh, he doesn't need much. Uh, he just wants people to, you know, lend him an ear. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. He's the guy that... Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Does he uh, still, like, just not have an ear now? Or? It's just a chunk out of his ear. Yeah. Yeah. I think they repaired it. Oh, it's just a... No, it's just no. a chunk. No, it's, he has a chunk out. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it. cartilage. I mean, it's gone. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And I mean, he bit <laughs> he bit not one ear, but two. Oh, yeah. He bit both of his yes. ears? Yes. They let the fight go on after the first and ear biting. <laughs> well. 
Can you believe? Did Tyson I mean, win? Seriously, everybody told Tyson he should have ate before the before the fight. But <laughs> he said, "I need to be working hard out there. I need some protein. <laughs> Got to cut so much weight for the fight. Yeah. He's hungry out there." John Lithgow is seventy three years old. Remember, remember the dude from like Third Rock yes. and Harry? Yeah. Harry no, Third Dexter. Rock. Whenever he played Dexter, the bad guy, right. Dexter creep me out. I've got to see. Oh my God! I'm gorgeous. <laughs> He's awesome. He is so good. Uh, Thirty three years ago, on this day in nineteen eighty five, "Take on Me" by Aha <gasps> was number one. If you're if you're a fan of that song, which I am, I grew up with it and I love it. Um, there's actually a slow version, I, yes. the unplugged version of it, and it is so good. Really? Who sings it? Aha! Uh-huh. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, aha! Uh-huh. It's good to know. <laughs> and finally, this day in 2006, Keith Urban did a really, really admirable thing. He checked uh, checked himself into rehab, the Betty Ford Center in California, and uh, he 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 wanted to get better. Take a you know, uh, with his uh, alcohol issue, and he, he's been sober for a long time. So shout out to Keith Urban. So check this out. Straight out of country. This Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fitch Show. And now, and now, my daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, good to be here standing by with the news that did not make the news as your What Are You Kidding Me anchor man. Uh, man, um, we have a very, very special guest who just popped in, uh, joined us in the studio today. My dad is back. He was here earlier this week. Green Bray Bob, ladies and gentlemen, is, is among Woo! us. Glad to be here. Just glad to be here. Well, do you know how the What Are You Kidding Me stories work? I uh, I read a What Are You Kidding Me story, and, and we simply respond, What Are You Kidding Me? And, you know, we can say whatever in between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's the algorithm, folks. Man, we ain't got no rules. <laughs> what are you kidding me? <laughs> well, if you don't mind, I'm going to uh, take you out of, it looks like, uh, England. It's a stupid's what got you there story. Cops could not find a local drug dealer. They've been searching for a local drug dealer around London for two years. Well, they just found him two days ago. He decided to star in a rap music video. <laughs> just like the true drug dealer yeah, he is. That's what drug dealers do. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? He's probably, like, uh, he's probably like, you know, well, surely they've forgotten about it by now. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, this guy dropped some dope beats. Yeah, I get I mean, you know, he's probably thinking he's got to be on YouTube, you know? Definitely. And, you know, he's got he's got some street cred now. He's dealing drugs, <laughs> so he's going to take that his career to the next level. All right. Page, page two. What? Are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of the wonderful state of Washington. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, there's a report that uh, a woman and a man... Basically, were shoplifting last week in a in a mission. The woman was uh, basically trying to create a diversion 
while the guy was shoving Christmas ornaments down his pants. Um, I don't know exactly what the woman was doing as far as the diversion was concerned. I just want to know what their game plan was. We'll get some credit. At all. That like, is a dangerous game. We really need some Christmas ornaments, okay? Yeah. And we need them in October, <laughs> yeah. all right? We're going to have to go in here. I'm going to create a distraction. You shove them down your pants. They always say if you steal your Christmas ornaments during the Halloween season, you get a better deal on them. <laughs> well, you know, you get them that way, you get Christmas balls, you just stick them on down in your pants. It's just... <laughs> That's why it's so dangerous. Those things are fragile. All you need is icicles. You ready to go? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen, you got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. Just be real. Welcome, Welcome to Welcome. the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Everybody, first of all, it's Friday, so that's always the good stuff. But uh, my dad is hanging with us in the studio. He just popped in. Green Bray Bob, our special guest co-host today. So that's some good stuff. Uh, hey, Dad, you know why you've been visiting and uh, you know just hanging out? Uh, you got any good stuff you want to share with the world? Just It could be anything, something big, something small. But uh, is anything good that, that you've observed recently? Anything. Well, I... Uh, Food. It could be about... It could be about anything. I cleaned up a while ago. I feel really good, you know. All right, tell everybody what that means, you cleaned up. Well, I took a shower and stuff like that. And took a shower. Mild-mannered person that I am. You know, I feel pretty good right now. Okay. And by the way, I would tell you that when Dad decides to clean up, <laughs> that means he means business. <laughs> That, mean, that means he's ready to go out to eat. <laughs> it is oh, yeah. after all. That means he wants Outback. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one over here, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm about to tell a story about our police officers. and uh, uh, Because anytime I can tell a story about police officers and free donuts, I am all about it. Because in my opinion, they, they should always have donuts for free. Don't you think? Yeah, police should officers be a should law. never. Yeah, they should never ever have to pay for donuts. Yeah. So um, there was a Krispy uh, Kreme van was actually reported stolen in Lake City, Florida, last Tuesday. That's about sixty miles west of Jacksonville. Uh, the cops found it a couple of hours later, about two hundred miles away in Clearwater, Florida. Somebody Dang. jacked the donut van. Yeah, they're on a mission. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so they called the manager of the store. The van was completely loaded with dozens of fresh donuts, but they would, you know, would probably have been stale by the time, you know, they, they took the donut van all the way back. So the manager said, hey, you know what? Keep them. Keep every single one of them. And obviously that's a cop's dream, free mm-hmm. donuts. So instead of eating them all, they decided to hand them out to the homeless. The police officers took their free donuts, gave them to all the homeless, and uh, they, they held a couple for themselves. But uh, there were li- there's photos online, social media, of, of many, many homeless people literally lined up getting free donuts from the police officers. That's just given on given. Yeah, that's the stuff we don't hear about enough, I think. I, you know, I think there's a lot of uh, police officers, and I think we have a lot of evidence and, and proof on social media about the truth. True good that they're doing yeah. on a daily basis, you know? Not only that, but you hear stories, um, probably not often enough, about even officers spending their own money. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, their own free time and to go and helping pick someone kids up out. Or, or, or buying something for a child that needs something for school. Or, there know? was just a, a big story 
nationally the other day about a, a cop who saw a couple kids uh, with some BB guns, and he took the time out of his day to talk to them about why that was a bad idea. And, oh, and instead yeah. of just arresting them, busting them, tackling them, whatever, he talked to them, explained to them why that could get him in trouble and why it would be dangerous and someone, the wrong person could see them carrying something and misinterpret it. It was a really nice story. It was all on the you know body cam video. Well, I'll tell you one myself. You know, just two weeks ago, I've got a grandson, seven-year-old grandson that refused to go to school that day. And we were in the parking lot. I was in the, the car with my daughter. And fixing to get out and do, you know, there's nothing more terrifying to a kid than to hear the sound of a leather belt being ripped, oh. <laughs> being ripped through the loops of the pair of Wranglers, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? I know that sound, Dad. <laughs> yeah, you do. It haunts him in his sleep. I want everybody to hear this right now. So, anyway, my daughter <laughs> saw this policeman and asked me to come over and said, would you help? walk this kid into school oh i thought the police officer was going to help you put your belt back on <laughs> no no he wouldn't have stopped me i don't think turned out he was the chief of police of the town and he grabbed that little kid and hand walked him in there and made him smile and stuff like that either that or the kid was just terrified of being thrown in jail i'm not sure <laughs> isn't that the coolest thing very yeah. cool all right and there you go that is the good stuff yeah man that's the good stuff The Fit Show. Woo! It's about to get loud. Now back to The Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Whoa, whoa, Tell me about the good old days. Yeah, we're hanging out, and uh, we have a special guest co-host today, you guys. GBB, the GBB Green Bray Bob is here. You know, the voice of the troop salute. The man himself is behind the mic. Woo! Woo! Glad to be here. So, uh, uh, first of all, there was kind of like a, a demand. People demanded that you, you jump back on the show from, from, from all of our listeners. I want you to know that. Well, that's better than a lot of the demands I've been getting lately, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I wanted you to tell me about the good old days. So, I just, you know, I just jotted down some questions that I wanted to ask you. Uh, first of all, you just turned how old? Well, I'm 71. Okay. Um. Let's go back. As you tell us about the good old days, uh, let's. Uh, how did you get into the army? Why were you in the army? And, and uh, tell us the story uh, in the year nineteen sixty-six. Well, matter of fact, it's it's just what you did. I mean, if the country called, that's what you did. We were very patriotic, and uh, you know, we went through the fifties. But you were drafted. No, you weren't. Oh, you, hell you, no. You went and signed up. I'm enlisted, yes. Okay. I thought you were drafted. No. Really? You no. enlisted? Yes. And that was just something that you felt that, that you did? That was just kind of part of your duty? It was a patriotic duty. I mean, the country calls. That's what you do. You know what? Drew, the United States Marine, Dad, Drew did the same thing, right? That's right. I enlisted as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. After the Army, what, what was your, your salary for your job? Your first salary oh, for your what would you would consider your first job, and what was it, Dad? Dollar and a quarter an hour. What year is that we're talking about? Is this? Yeah, that would have been sixty four, sixty five. And what'd you do? Uh, well, I moved furniture. I also uh, uh, worked on asphalt on roads and stuff like that, shoveling that hot asphalt. Uh, just anything that uh, you know would make some money. But uh, yeah, dollar and a quarter. It, it, I mean, that sounds like absolutely nothing today, but was that kind of adequate to 
run your day-to-day life at that time? Yeah, I mean, that's was, hard for us to even fathom. Well, it, it, you know, it, I remember eating my first pizza in high school. I mean, I didn't even know what a pizza was. The girls started laughing at me because I uh, uh, used a fork and uh, <laughs> started laughing at me, and the manager came over took my fork away. <laughs> and where was that? Was that in Amarillo, Texas? Yeah, that was in Amarillo, Texas. Speaking of pizza, uh, tell me about the first time that you met uh, my mom and how that went down. That was at Shakey's, Shakey's Pizza Parlor in uh, Wichita Falls, Texas. I was going to school at Midwestern State University. And she walked in and I asked who it was. And they said, well, that's that's Linda White. And I said, okay, she's Miss Wichita Falls. <laughs> well... What I noticed was the legs. I just, oh, <laughs> God. Always been a leg man. Okay. So she went over and she sat down. It was a birthday party for, you know, some fraternity brother and stuff like that. And So I just walked over and sat down next to her. This is God's truth. Looked at her and I said, chicky, chicky, boom, boom, baby. <laughs> now, I realized that these days I'd be thrown in jail for that. <laughs> All right, hang on. Uh, uh, more in minutes with my dad, you guys, our special guest co host, Green Bray Bob. And tell me about the good old days. Oh, oh, Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Let me present FIT with a Z, y'all. This is the Fit Show. Damn, kicking It happens live. 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 Tell me about the good old days. Yeah, and we are back. Special guest co-host in the studio today, the GBB. Green Bray Bob is here. That's my dad. He's the voice behind the troop salute. He's the voice that, that you hear uh, uh, all the time, but you don't really hear him in the studio. And he's uh, visiting and hanging out with all the, the family. And so now we decided to bring him in the studio. Okay, so, so while I have you here, um, you know what? I'm just asking you to tell us. About the good old days. Um, you just told me how you met my mom. You said you met her at a pizza parlor. You walked up to her and you said what? Chicky, chicky, boom, boom, baby. <laughs> how did she? How did she react to that? Did she get a restraining order? She no, no. I don't know if they knew back then they could do that. Uh, I, I, why was that? Why that specific? Combination of Have words. Have you used chicky, chicky, boom, boom, baby before? Well, well, yeah. It always gets their attention. It, uh, so your it, advice is open with an attention getter. Yeah. And so she looked at me kind of funny, and I asked her, I said, you want to go out tomorrow night, which was a Friday night? And uh, she said, uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm busy. And I went, okay. So I got up, started to walk away. She said, but I'm free Saturday night. <laughs> so uh, it just kind of took off from there. I guess. Uh, what What was the proposal like with with you and mom? How did you uh, ask her to marry you? No. Well, how did you know that she was the one that you wanted? How did you know? Legs. <laughs> did you say legs? Yeah. <laughs> when you get a pair of gams like that, you can't let them go. <laughs> Wasn't gonna let those walk away. <laughs> Okay, so how so did you propose? How did we propose? Well, I don't know. We dated for about a year, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she was in the Miss Texas pageant with Phyllis George. Remember her, Miss America? Who used to be on the Today Show and who was Miss America, yeah. yeah. 
and Phyllis Shorts beat her by one point. Did you know that? I heard about that, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I had to ask her to marry me. Actually, I told her I was going to marry her. When? Uh, it was in the car driving back to Wichita Falls. I'm sure Blue. driving to the Miss Texas pageant, you're probably thinking people are going to be checking out my mama, and so you're like, and I her bet. legs. <laughs> anyway, so she, uh, during her performance at Miss Texas, she wore the uh, engagement ring on her bra string, and uh, I am learning new stuff uh, on her bra string. Yeah, that's where she put her engagement ring. Well, because. She- she obviously couldn't wear it. Um, oh. I, you can't wear jewelry and stuff on oh, stage. Okay. Well, so she doesn't want to she... show that she's engaged or anything right. either. No. You know? So when did you officially ask her? Well, I just really can't remember. I remember telling her dad, and he said, well, that's okay, as long as you don't live any further than Wichita Falls or Dallas. Yeah. In other words, you don't go anywhere. So. Um. What while you're dating my mama? What was a typical date like when you guys went out in the infancy of the relationship? What was a date like? Well, you just you know you went out to eat and then you went to a movie. Uh, then uh, normal things happened and you know. What kind of movie though? Tell everybody where y'all went. What kind of movies? Oh, the first movie we went to was terrible. It was oh, it's called Private Property. But was it a, <laughs> was it a drive-in movie? <laughs> no, we didn't oh. know. We walked in and it it was kind of well X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> chicky chicky boom boom baby. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the name of the movie. <laughs> and I swear to God, I didn't know it was. And I looked at her after about four or five minutes, and I said, do you really want to leave? And she went, well, yeah. <laughs> so we left the movie and, you know, blew that six bucks. All right. Wow. Wow, for two people. All right. Uh, GBB, Green Bear Bob is hanging out, our special guest co-host today. And tell me about the good old days. Whoa, whoa, Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. And now, this is The Fit Show. No. It's breaking news. Fitz happens. Live. This is the Fitz Show. Everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Friday Show. You know what? I think it's been the best week ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what we've done is we 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 kind of took a look at some things we did on the show this week and tried to make a nice little montage. So, ladies and gentlemen, stuff we did for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we present to you our, everybody together, Best Week Ever! If you want to send a message right now to Green Bray Bob, Facebook.com slash follow fits. <laughs> Facebook.com slash follow fits. Yeah, just hang out with us. Don't, you want, you want chill? Huh? Yeah, I'll hang for a while. <laughs> He's like, I got to get back to Fox News and Brett Baer. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm often scared that sometimes a drone might fly by like my window while I'm in the uh, bath and oh, try to take there's a, nobody caring about that. Try to take a photo of my kibbles and bits. <laughs> <laughs> now we need some legislature against that. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have to get a, a drone with a really good zoom function. <laughs> <laughs> And just the comfort in knowing that there are people out there that genuinely care about other people. And a little bit of birthday cake. And a little bit of birthday cake. And, oh, wait, ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck on cake. And that, <laughs> here we are trying to do the good stuff, and Tanner can't quit thinking about cake. <laughs> I love cake. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at his laptop. He's Googling Betty Crocker right now. 
<laughs> so I think you might want to go back to her and say, if you're interested, you know, in, in long term with mm-hmm. Linz, um, I would just say n- not no, but not now and right. not in three years. Like and I just, you know, in- we can be together and that, and I, I fully um, expect to marry you and I want to marry you, but uh-huh. I'm not, I don't want to be, you know, married at 25. And my advice to the Linz, uh, quit investing your time in Daniel the Millennial. <laughs> <laughs> There you have it, folks. Crazy week, right? Welcome to Friday. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our best week ever. F-I-E with a C. Fitz happens. Live. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. Severe flooding in Texas, forcing the governor to issue disaster declarations in 18 counties. The rushing water here came up five feet in 15 minutes. Yeah, this story, this is something we're hearing a lot about these storm cases now, is that they're they're happening so fast, people don't even have time. I mean, you heard that. The frequency, right? Several yeah. feet in 15 minutes. Uh, so people aren't having time to prepare. And this particular storm uh, in Texas caught so many people unprepared. I mean, think about it. You're, you're at work in the middle of the week. Right. You're not taking a week off to sandbag your property, move all your things upstairs, whatever, to get... I know. And it just it happens. You're thinking, how can I be safe? Right. And the downpour, man... And, and, and it happens quick, you know, the flash flooding. That's and and, and uh, with so many people, uh, you know, moving to the state of Texas, a lot of them, uh, I, I feel, especially if you're, if you're new to the state, aren't aware of what a flash flood really is yes. and, and how serious, I mean, you're going to take flash floods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's a great point, too, because I grew up in a place where flash floods wasn't a thing. It, it wasn't real. I'd never heard of it yeah. before. And then when you suddenly witness one, the first time I saw one was in Arizona, uh, where you know they have these really torrential downpours that wow. may only last a few minutes, but the ground is so hard that it floods instantly. See, that's petrifying. Yeah. All right. But and you know, it just, it's a good reminder to always be, be prepared. You know, yep. make sure your your property and your things are prepared, and everyone in your family knows what to do, yep. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like to give these little recall notices whenever they come out. There's another food recall on prepackaged ready to eat salad products. They were sold at Trader Joe's, Walmart, Seven Elevens, uh, several other stores. Uh, it's a another. It's a listeria and E. coli scare from some of the corn that's in the salad. Um, so these are Walmart's uh, Fiesta Salad with Steak, 7-Eleven's Bistro Southwest Style, Trader Joe's Mexicali Salad. Tanner the Millennial's over there like, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, Tanner's not listening. <laughs> He's like, I don't eat salad. He's like, salad? No, I'm just teasing. But I can see fast food, son. <laughs> if Unless you... it's fast food or Dr. Pepper, I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've, pack it, if you've bought a prepackaged ready-to-eat salad, you might want to check it out. Look at your label, maybe get online and see if it's part of that recall. You don't want to eat that. Uh, here's another story. I think these are really good news stories. How DNA evidence continues to clear criminal or, or excuse me, innocent people who have been held for crimes they didn't commit. This latest one was released this month. A gentleman by the name of Horace Roberts. He's now 60, spent 20 years in prison for a crime he did not commit. And this case is insane because when I read through what got him convicted, it really felt circumstantial. It was a woman he was having an affair with. She had borrowed his truck. Uh, She turned up murdered and he could not, he lied about the relationship with her uh, and also a few other things. And they used his lies as basically 
the fuel to con- to but, convict the but guy. But they didn't have any evidence. They didn't have enough evidence. But wow. uh, so the the uh, that institute that goes around trying to clear people put him on their docket, and after many many many. Uh, attempts. They finally tested all the the existing evidence from 20 years ago and found that it was her ex-husband's son. I found wow. uh, there was another story that I just read uh, this morning. A little boy, he was 11 years old whenever he was arrested uh, for killing his stepmother, for stabbing his stepmother. Um, his father, he spent over 20 years in jail for it, and he's just now gotten out. He got cleared. Yeah, but wow. his father has been championing him and trying to get him out for that long. Uh, The DNA technology has absolutely changed the game. All right, there you go. That's the Friday Reality Check. Are you ready to go? Come on. This is The Fit Show. Straight out of country. All right, um, guys, get some bad news. Tim McGraw has two stress fractures, and currently, as I speak, oh no! I know, oh no! I know. Hang on, I, I know for a fact Tim McGraw is wearing a walking boot. I've seen it. He just—he uh, actually sent me a picture before he put it on his Instagram. Mm. There it is. No the squats picture. for a while. No, well, yeah, definitely no CrossFit. True. Yeah, he's probably no freaking calf raises. Out. That's yeah. right. Stress fractures usually take like uh, six to eight weeks to heal up, mm-hmm. like most bone injuries takes about six weeks for a full heal. Right. I can't believe that. That seems so short, yeah. right? I mean, I was watching a boxer talk about it, and he was like, yeah, you know, after six or eight weeks, I'll, I'll you know, he was talking about his hand. He broke his hand. I'll get back out there, and I'm like, really? Yeah, like, let me tell you what. Yeah, if I'm doing that like MMA, and I break my hand, I don't think I'm going to be doing that yeah. again. Do mm-hmm. you? That's you not, break your hand? That's not very smart, because I, I shattered my hand yeah. uh, when I was in high school, and I was in a cast for five months. It was awful. Yeah. So how's the boxer going to do it? I mean, he's going to smash it yeah. against someone's face. They say that when bones heal, that that they actually do uh, uh, heal stronger. often stronger. They can be stronger. Yeah. Because yeah. more material will build up, uh, tell so that, it'll be thicker in that area. Tell that to my hand. This thing is weak as a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually hate shaking your hand. Yeah. Me too. I would too. <laughs> Do you have Do you have a lady shake? A lady I, handshake? I just get a weird lady shake, and it's yeah. not. And you get a, you know, it's sort of like petting could, a newborn kitten. Yeah. It's because I don't have meow, meow. I don't have grip anymore. No, and I can't like, move my thumb like side to side anymore. He's it's like, tiger. It's like it's like shaking your it's like shaking your great aunt's hand. <laughs> just fragile. He's so fragile. You, know, you know, you know, there is uh, strength exercises you could do with the little, uh, you know, those little machines. <laughs> I cannot believe we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, this let's on, get off that. Let's talk about country. Garth. <laughs> let's talk about Garth. So anyway, uh, Garth Brooks. He actually held a press conference a couple of days ago announcing he's going to be doing a multi-year stadium tour. And he's doing like 10 to 12 cities each year for three years. No dates yet. Yes. Wow. That is quite a commitment. Three years. Um, That's a workhorse. And it was like something like 30 stadiums. 30 stadium tours. He's a workhorse. I wonder in three years how many different facial hair configurations Garth is going to have. You better watch it. (laughs) You You better watch it. Oh, I'm not uh, not throwing any shit You don't ever say anything about Garth. He has different facial hair like. Like I'll take time. you out of the studio. One time you were complaining. About, last week you were complaining about his facial hair. Yeah, what's what's up what's, with you and Garth's with you? facial hair? Because Tanner doesn't have any facial hair. Well, oh, he, he, I think jealousy. he admires Garth yeah. Brooks' facial hair. I'm not hair. saying it's a bad thing. Oh, okay. I, you admire the jealous. fact that he has options. Yeah. yeah okay. All I have is a little fluff. island on my Adam's apple. Anyway. Fluff island. Garth is uh, uh, just a wonderful human being, and, and we have a don't you ever say crap about Garth Brooks policy on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see what else is happening. Um, I thought this was interesting. My buddy Luke Bryan, when he was a kid, we were actually FaceTiming two days ago. He told me that he judges his neighbors by the type of Halloween candy that they put out during this holiday season. You can find out a lot about your neighbors by what kind of candy they put out. Well, like full bars of Snicker bars, that's that's what, you know, Reese Cups, you know, stuff like that. The old chocolate popcorn ball of stuff, that, that's no good either. So, Like dots, you get dots like one time a year and they pull your teeth. And- Oh. oh yeah, dots. Were you know, never my I actually favorite. agree with him on this one. Yeah, I agree because you really can't tell about a family in their home. <laughs> and not by only the, that, by the candy they put you're out. right. Not only that, but the entire neighborhood kids will judge you. Hey, mm-hmm. but hey, before we wrap up real quick, we're straight out of country. Uh, Carrie Underwood uh, has has been open about talking about her sec- second pregnancy, and it's pretty tough right now, right? Yeah, she's saying that um, this second pregnancy has been much harder on her body for some reason. She said she's not really sure what it is. Uh, it's a lot different than the first time, and um, she also has picked out a name, but they haven't said what it is yet. Oh. Mm. And we'll tell you after the break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. We don't know the name. All right, we just took you straight out of country. You're listening to the Fit Show. You're listening to the Fit Show. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. And Friday's Freedom is brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And, you know, we know that everyone who signs the line in this country and volunteers for military service is deserving of our respect. And 50 years earlier, young Americans were being drafted into the service of our nation, and they deserve all of our respect as well. All deserve and receive our respect, but a select few have gone above and beyond in the name of service. Those individuals may receive the highest honor the nation can bestow upon our troops. And those individuals who receive the Congressional Medal of Honor also receive the highest level of respect from those in the military and the rest of us. That's why today we are saluting retired Sergeant Major John Canley of the United States Marines, the newest recipient of the Congressional Medal of Honor. I'm going to take you to 1968. The U.S. was locked in the Vietnam War. And specifically that year, the Tet Offensive, which was the largest engagement that the U.S. forces had encountered since the Korean War a decade earlier. Over 10,000 enemy troops had descended on Way City in central Vietnam. And U.S. Marines were pinned down, unable to counter the massive enemy force. Bullets and rocket-propelled grenades were raining down on Marines who were unable to reach their wounded brothers calling out for help. But, that's right, I said but, that's when Gunny John Canley snapped into action. The acting Alpha Company gunnery sergeant walked upright, slow and surely through enemy fire, and he picked up a wounded Marine and he slung him over his shoulder and walked back to friendly lines, dropping the wounded man off for medical attention, 
He told the attending Marines to keep down. There's a lot of incoming. He then walked back to pick up another Marine and then another. Eyewitnesses say that he never ran. He never ducked. He just kind of walked back and forth rescuing men. They said, we didn't know if he had a death wish or if he just didn't care, said one Marine. Nobody could figure out why the bullets weren't hitting him, said another. Gunny Canley just told them he was in the zone and doing what he needed to be done. When the company commander was gravely injured, Canley assumed command of Alpha Company and led 147 Marines through battles from January 31st to February 6th. In another engagement, Canley fought his way into an enemy-occupied building under heavy fire. He dropped a satchel charge and detonated it, killing several enemy troops, scattering the rest, and he kept his men's morale up with the encouragement and his talks and his actions. I mean, he rescued injured men in several other engagements, taking two injuries himself, but he never gave up, never stopped the momentum of the fight. The men in his unit were recorded saying that Gunny Canley could receive two or three medals of honor for everything that they'd seen him do. Sergeant Major John Canley is reluctant to accept praise for any of his actions. He prefers to focus on the bravery and the actions of all the men who served alongside him, but, you know, that's the mark of a true American hero. That is why today we are saluting Sergeant Major John Canley of the United States Marines, recipient of the Congressional Medal of Honor. It's time. This is the Fit Show. And now, and now. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Everybody, what's up? Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Uh, feel free to send me what are you kidding me stories. You just find me on Facebook. If you search follow fits, those two words, follow fits, you too can be awake em. Shake them, bake them, wake em. What are you kidding me? <laughs> and that's how we do it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'm going to take you out of our friendly airports. I believe this was out of... Chicago, blame it on your mama. (laughs) There was a guy who was busted with a collapsible rifle at the airport recently. He blamed it on his mother packing his suitcase. Mom, I told you PB&J sandwich, not rifle. You know what? My mother did that. My mom put that rifle in my suitcase again. See, she put the galoshes and the rifle and an extra pair of underwear in there because she wants me to be safe. I mean, so I guess, first of all, what kind of an individual is going to bring something like that to the airport? Secondly, what kind of an individual is going to blame something like that on his mama? Yeah. Come on now. A dumb criminal. (laughs) That's who. (laughs) Right. Who? Evil. Only evil people would blame something like that on the mama. I can't believe people would even try to bring any type of weapon on an airplane. You know, that's 2018, crazy. it it's is cra- not possible. It's crazy. I mean, thank God for our technology. Yeah. But What's triple stupid about this is you can put a firearm on an airplane if you declare it and it's checked. What does that mean? If you have like a concealer? I mean, you can put a firearm in, in your luggage if you declare it at the okay, airport I, and you, you check know, it and they, they, put, like, they put special tape on it that says there's a firearm yeah. inside here. They tape it up. Yeah, I don't even think we should be talking about that crazy stuff, yeah. Drew. You're right. What are you doing when you're traveling? Moving on. You know what? Drew, as far as we know, could be like uh, an air marshal. He was a United States Marine. That's true. 
I mean, I'd be a bad one because I don't travel very often. <laughs> I'm only an air marshal about once or twice a year. <laughs> Drew's, Drew, Drew's the air marshal in the back. Excuse me, can I have some more peanuts, please? Yeah. <laughs> this flight stinks. Page two. What are you kidding me? Out of the study of the universe, Stephen Hawking speaks beyond the grave. He says that genetic editing in the future will allow the rich to turn themselves into superhumans who will eventually dominate the world and perhaps the universe. He writes, once such superhumans appear, uh, when when it it happens, there will be huge political problems with unimproved humans who won't be able to compete. Presumably, they will then die out or become unimportant. Gene editing is... It's happening right now. You you mean people are like really... Well, I know that right now we definitely have the ability to choose the sex of the baby we want, right? Mm -hmm. Eye color, things like that. But but they could do other stuff? Like different other sorts of... like curing diseases and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's a big reason why gene editing is... By Such seeing a, like a like a what a particular cancer gene or something yeah, like that, they and, see then, a cancer and then removing it, how? Uh, well, they use what's called CRISPR, which is a technology that allows them. That's how they edit the genes. It's basically a chemical process that goes in there and like. But I'm, it's under a microscope, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This isn't like a no. Ray, they go ray in there with some pliers and a chainsaw <laughs> yeah. and they cut that bad boy up. Somebody give me a rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. You know it's movie time. I'm talking at movie time. So listen, uh, we do this every Friday, really. Uh, Drew is a straight-up movie critic. He really gets to see the movies before anyone else. We call it Ticket or skip it. And um, how many movies this weekend? Two movies. Two movies? Yep. Movie number one. Movie number one is mid-90s. This is for kids like myself who grew up in the 90s. You're going to find a lot to relate to in this. Uh, It's about a young boy in Los Angeles who... It's kind of just managing that awkward point in his life. You think he's like 13. He's got like kind of a crappy home life. Yeah. And then he hooks up with these skater kids that he skates with around L.A. This is directed by Jonah Hill, right? Right. This is Jonah Hill's oh, first. Oh, the dude from Superbad. Yeah. First directorial movie. And it's actually really, really good for a first. Uh, it's supposed to be semi-autobiographical, yeah. but I have trouble picturing Jonah Hill skateboarding. So I graduated <laughs> high school in 96. And I remember in, in in junior high my, those years. I remember like there was a time where I wanted to like dress like I was a skater, although I was horrible at skating. I was, I mean, I was you know horrific at skating. But you yeah. know, like, what were those little pants? Remember Bugle Boys? Oh yeah, Bugle Boy pants. Uh, they were like the gotcha with your, shorts with your with your Converse. Mm-hmm. You wear them with your Cons. Yeah, with the with the uh, roll, pant leg rolled. Remember that? Uh, yeah, and you roll up mm-hmm. your pant legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I broke my elbow skateboarding. Never yeah, but that was back. like eight months ago. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Tanner. Yeah, <laughs> great story. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. Uh, I, it's a really good movie. It's a great first time out. I think that it's not probably for everybody. Uh, I think if you're from the '90s, you'll get it. There's some kind of you know racing what, material. Now, what do you mean? There. What do you mean, like in high school in the '90s or a child of the '90s? I would say if you were anywhere around your teenage years in the '90s, 
you'll find a lot to enjoy in this movie. All right. That's very specific. Mm-hmm. Name of it again. Mid-90s. Take it or skip it. For the, for the general audience, skip it. Everybody's doing songs about 90s right now. The I hate to say that because it's decent, but I just don't think everyone's going to love it. Okay. Uh, movie number two. All right. This is the big one. Halloween. Uh-oh. Yes. Go ahead. All right. So this is... You do you remember... so dead. <laughs> They did those Halloween reboots, remakes, uh, right around 2009 that that started the story over and told Jamie, a different version of it. Was Jamie Lee Curtis in those? No, these, okay. these were a whole different set of movies. This movie forgets those ever happened. This movie picks up 40 years after the original Halloween, which coincidentally is 40 years ago. That was 1978. It's now 2018. Yeah, but Jamie Lee Curtis in this one has crazy hair. Because she's old and crazy. She's crazy oh, in this because she, she's she, haunted by the memory of Michael Myers. Does she eat, eat the yogurt from the Activia commercials? Not on camera, <laughs> but I'm sure offset. Anyway, uh, the story here is 40 years after, and, and of course Michael Myers has been in prison the whole time. He's he's he hasn't said a word to anyone. They've been studying and they can't figure him out, and they're finally going to move him from this nice prison hospital to just basically the the place you go to die prison hospital. Okay. Uh, and of course Jamie Lee Curtis' character is freaked because he's going to be out. He's going to be outside the walls. Uh-oh. Now, there's a few this movie is incredibly well done. It's as good as I could have hoped for it and there's a, a just a really poignant moment when these high school kids are walking to school talking about those murders and one of the boys says, "I mean, it's not that big of a deal." He says, "So a guy killed five people. He got caught. He's been in prison." Okay. By today's standards, that's a nothing. And that's like an important moment in that movie. It's showing that like wow. we've gone so Far downhill as a society when it comes like to stuff. It's like desi- that's, we're desensitized totally to the desensitized. number. Yeah, he's like, it's not a big deal. Okay. I remember that moment. Name of the movie Halloween. Ticket or skip it? Ticket. Give me the pick of the week. Definitely Halloween. Get in the spirit. Check it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, his name is Drew. You could follow him on Instagram right now as well at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies, always do Drew. Man, social media is going crazy today. My dad's in the studio. Special guest co-host today, Green Beret Bob, the GBB, the man behind the voice of the Troop Salute, and Bethany's here. Drew is right over there. There's Tanner, the millennial, and uh, I'm just asking my dad to tell me about uh, the good old days. Um, wow, I've learned a lot. How he met my mom, how he proposed to my mom, what what dates were like. Did you guys go to drive-ins ever? Was that a big thing? Yeah. Dating? Yeah. Yeah. Drive-ins were really cool. You'd try to fog up the windows so people couldn't see in. <laughs> and, nice. Uh, you know, they constantly had people walking around looking in. They didn't want you messing around. So Really? So they were monitoring your behavior? Yeah. So what you had to do is fog up those windows. You know, wintertime was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was, uh, what was your favorite movie around that time that you just loved? I used to always watch the old World War II movies. I'm sorry. I just, uh, I was hooked on uh, on uh, military history. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, uh, the History Channel used to have it, and then they had the Military Channel. Now they've changed it over. And- no, but I'm talking about back then, though, you, uh, in particular. You loved the, the, you know, you raised me, uh, and I'm glad, with, with John Wayne movies. I love John Wayne movies to this day. Yeah. You have a favorite John Wayne movie? Oh, Hondo. Is my favorite. Okay. 
if you have a chance this weekend, everybody watch Honda. Um, dog, stay. I see him too, dog. Yep, that's on Wayne. Give me uh, the biggest memory from your wedding day to Mama. I didn't have time to get my hair cut, so it looked like crap, and it was down to past my collar. That's <laughs> we surprising. Had, we had too big of a party the night before. <laughs> <laughs> it was I wasn't quite prepared for anything. <laughs> what historical event stands out most in your mind? Uh, you know, uh, w- while you were a young man, what really just jumps out at you? Something you will never forget as a young man. Well, the assassination of JFK. I liked him. Tell me that story. Where were you when you found out that a president had been assassinated? I was uh, in the 11th grade in Ms. Russell's English class. We heard crying outside. She walked outside. She walked in. And she said, boys and girls, I have to announce that the president of the United States had just been assassinated. Now, at that moment, what were you feeling? Oh, this horrible feeling just goes over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a 9-11 thing, too. It just, uh, some kid behind me went, you, and I turned around and hit him. And she didn't do a thing to me. I just. Uh, he was, like, cheering that the president, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, you telling uh, me that. Yeah, he was a nutcase anyway, and I didn't like him, so. Mm-hmm. Although that's, that's we are the, not advocating hitting any kids if you don't like them. What, and what were the next three days like? And that was November 22nd, 1963. What were the next, like, three days that you remember? Like, you were probably, what, in the eighth, seventh or eighth grade then, right? Eleventh. Eleventh Oh, eleventh grade. Okay. And, uh, well, see, I had a date with Beth Fortenberry. God, she was good looking. And my first date with her. But it was so sad and everything. And uh, they had the football game mm-hmm. on that Friday. And I took her to it, but it's nobody was with it. You know, it's yeah. just yeah. So it's kind of right. in shock with how news is today. It's all crazy. What were they telling you then? Uh, what had happened to the president, and, and and who were they saying was responsible for it? That, that, that you were being fed. Well, obviously. Uh, well, I saw Walter Cronkite break down in tears, which he never did. I mean, God, what a great news man. It, you know, Lee Harvey was immediately blamed. You know, he shot a cop, and uh, then he uh, went into that theater. So they just knew it was Lee Harvey. Then they started trying the pieces together. You know, we had been to Cuba. He'd been to Russia. So are you watching this on TV, or are you getting all your news on the radio at this time? No, it's on. we had uh, black and white TV back then. So uh, they had pieced it together in a matter of days like that? Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's impressive. All right. It's uh, Tell Me About the Good Old Days, special in-studio Guest co-host, the GBB, Green Bray Bob. Let me present FIT with a Z, y'all. This is the Fit Show. It happens live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Friday, right? Feels good. Mm-hmm. It is Friday, October 19th, 2018. And what have we learned today? Wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, let us know right now what you picked up from uh, uh, our show. Here's what I got. This is crazy. Um, we had Our special guest co-host today was my dad, the GBB, Green Bray Bob. And I learned from him today. And this is it was really hard to just observe <laughs> this and hear this. 
He's like, oh, the first thing I noticed about your mother were her legs. Oh, yeah. He mentioned it three or four times. Yeah. Legs. I'm like, well, well, tell me about the moment you fell in love with her. I fell in love with her legs. <laughs> I never let them legs get away. She had, I mean, yeah. that's uh, her side of the family. I mean, don't tell, <clears throat> don't tell the GBB I'm saying this, but her side of the family is where the height comes from. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she's got some long legs. That's why like, you're so beautiful, oh, Fitz. my mama. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I also learned something from your dad. He told us that his uh, initial pickup line with your mom was an attention grabber, and that's how you roll, and it was chicky, chicky, boom, boom, baby. That got chicky, her hooked. Chicky, chicky, boom, boom, baby. I wonder how women would react to that you know, in 2018. I'm going to have to give it a shot give on my girlfriend today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to tell us what tell us odd look she, she <laughs> gives you. <laughs> tell us where she hits you. Please, <laughs> please record it, too. I will. You got it. Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? I learned that there was a drug dealer on the loose in England, and he was found because police saw him in a rap music video. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Some criminals Way are to be so low key. smart. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Bethany, the mouth from the south, what have we learned today? Well, I learned during Straight Outta Country, that sweet little Carrie Underwood, she is pregnant, of course, and she says she's having a little bit more of a difficult pregnancy this time. Not bad, but yeah. just different symptoms and, they and that have the, kind of and stuff. they know the name of the baby yet? They do. They've picked out her name, but they're keeping it to themselves. Okay. Uh, everybody have a good weekend. Let's watch some football. Let's enjoy some pumpkin spice. Uh, uh, and uh, maybe if you have a chance, listen to the count- my countdown show this weekend yeah. called The Hit List with Fitz. We're going to play the biggest songs in North America. All right. Chicky, chicky, boom, boom, baby. And my name's Fitz. (laughs) I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tara the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.